two, one. Come on and slam and watch Sardana cast. Come on and slam if you wanna watch Sardana cast. And I'm not gonna keep going because we're gonna get copyright claimed. Hey everybody, uh, this is Sardana. Your energy was palpable. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Adam from your. It's a great sex. song. Uh, it's. I mean. We'll talk more yeah, about Yeah, it this. really got me pumped up when it started. I'm yeah, with you, but... dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a good way to pump us up for Sardonicast. I'm Ralph from <laughs> YouTube.com slash Ralph the Movie Maker. And I'm Alex from Aichi, and I'm certainly ready to slam. <laughs> Are you still sick, by the way? No, I don't know what is happening right now. Like, my, I've been I've been fine all day long, and then literally as I, I come and sit down, my voice just sounds oh, really fuck. weird. <laughs> I keep trying to clear my throat. You've been this smoking me off. too many cigars? <laughs> no. I haven't smoked anything today. <laughs> okay. You got like a black mold problem in your home or something? No. No. It's all, it's black all good. mold. You guys got yeah, any uh, vocal warm-up okay. secrets you can share? Um, um, hmm. Drink some water. La la lule lule lo. Water. Yeah. Do yeah. that. La la lule lule lo. The classics. <laughs> So we're coming up to the uh, two-year anniversary of Sardonicast, I think. Yeah, crazy. I don't know when the exact... I guess... Yeah, I'm not going to do the math. But <laughs> we've we've had some crazy, cool fun, uh, lots of laughs, lots of memes. Yeah. Mm. And I remember uh, really early, really early on in the first, like, five episodes or something, I said that I had never made a spelling mistake in my reviews... And the entire <laughs> fucking community and subreddit was like, we're going to find it. You're full of shit. And nobody ever did. And it's been two years. Mm -hmm. Fuck you guys. Cool. Fuck you. Uh <laughs> I told I you. you were going to say it, and I, I finally told you. made a mistake. <laughs> no. You haven't found one. And if you ever okay. find one, it's going to be from a video I didn't edit. <laughs> I told you. On that you're note, wrong. <laughs> to be sentimental, I've loved doing this. And I feel like I've learned a lot doing it Same, i've watched yeah, a no, lot it's... of cool movies that i wouldn't have checked out otherwise yeah me too and many of exactly, them have made yeah. like my favorite uh films less like fantastic planet or yes um, yeah same i guess that's it <laughs> like i couldn't list a few it's great to have an excuse to watch them yeah yeah we've we've watched some interesting films even if they're fucking awful <laughs> they're memorable <laughs> yeah yeah man Agreed. yeah i i appreciate the both of you a very yeah. wholesome moment and there's plenty of more films we need to cover, so... Yeah, I can't so wait many. to hear more recommendations from you guys and also introduce you guys to some other movies. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of wholesome, great movies, we all watched the new Star Wars. Yeah, very wholesome, because yeah, Disney wholesome made it. Movie. Yeah. You can tell it really came uh, from someone's heart. Yeah, it's good for the family, because you can just turn it on and not pay attention, and it's not challenging or like suspenseful or anything it's like uh it was like a theme park ride it was like star tours was right it? yes star, <laughs> it star was like, tours it was a it was like a lot of references to the films and a lot of characters but <clears throat> it didn't like serve a purpose at the end and it didn't yeah, feel like there was an overarching story throughout this whole thing but did you watch the pinata cut though? Because that was kind of an improvement. I was able to watch the pinata cut. <laughs> What's the pinata cut? It I haven't the, even heard of this. It's the it's the cut of the movie where a pinata comes from the center of the screen and tells you to go to a Chinese gambling website. 
<laughs> it's like it happens several times in the movie. It's part of like Jesus. the character's visions, but I think it actually adds to uh-huh. the overall film. It was more entertained in general. I'll have to go on Wikipedia yeah. to read up about all that. Yeah, yeah. the opening crawl um, text was also in like a foreign alien language. It kind of it looked like Italian, but I'm pretty sure it was alien. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> Ralph is. The only one, I guess, who hasn't got... Have you put your opinions out there, Ralph? Aside Not really. Aside from, like, a letterbox review? Yeah, I, I gave my rating. I don't like any of these, because it's, like, <laughs> Disney-manufactured. Mm-hmm. Like, I look at them the same way as I look at the Aladdin movies, or, like, the Marvel movies, or, like, <laughs> anything else. It's all... Yeah, um, it's not. Place. It doesn't feel genuine to me. And like, I, I'm not going to say George Lucas is a genius auteur or anything, but he had a vision for what this was, and he wanted to make something, and he wanted to make a lot of money in in marketing, <laughs> and he succeeded. Mm-hmm. And these are like, there's just a lot of stuff that I, I don't know. I don't even know what to make of it because it's so fast paced and confusing. <laughs> By the time this movie happened, like if it wasn't clear already. It was just so obvious that they had no fucking idea what they were going to do with this this three yeah. three movies and they started already somehow and it was like two directors arguing over what the series should be just like right. back and forth you know like rewriting like no this is what Star Wars should be <laughs> like okay maybe you should have come to a an understanding before production started Last Jedi kind of feels out of place with these other two mm Totally. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's no consistency between th- this trilogy. And the more you think about it now that we've had it all completed, there's just, there's nothing to it. It is it is like the, just a skeleton of what it should be based on just iconography that is recognizable and like merchandising opportunities. It's really lame and sad. Yeah. And when you have something where the prerequisite is that it's a trilogy... It's you. You almost have this yeah. thing in the back of your mind where it's like, okay, well, even if the first couple films aren't that great or something, then perhaps there'll be some sort of payoff that'll make it all worth it. Perhaps this will be tied up in a neat little package in a, in a ni- nice bow or something. Maybe there'll mm-hmm. be a twist that'll explain some of the things I was confused about or didn't make sense or whatever. And you know, to some degree. There kind of was, I guess. Spoilers for the uh, the Rise of the Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Rise. Is Rise it the of... worst Star Wars title? Yeah. Whenever I see ROTS <laughs> I it to abbreviate it, I'm Maybe. thinking Revenge of Sith <laughs> to the Sith or something. <laughs> like or... Attack of the Clones isn't great, but yeah. Revenge of the Sith. No. Wait, was it called? What I don't it called? know. <laughs> Rise, of Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker is yeah. stupid, especially especially now we're in spoilers how that title is justified oh yeah the, the ending scene she's a palpatine now and then she <laughs> stole the name from skywalker because she's like you're cooler it could <laughs> have yeah. been called rise of palpatine could have been because she is a palpatine he's a palpatine the we're all palpatines em- like emperor <laughs> emperor palpatine is in it <laughs> for some reason uh and he's just a replacement for snoke even though ryan johnson got rid of him in the last movie yeah like it's really just funny. filled in that same role. Yeah. They keep just having to like undo the other person's work. It's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> like like how uh Rose was barely in the movie. <laughs> that was very weird. Because like Rose was a major part of Last Jedi, and this movie she's in it for yeah. literally something like seventy seconds, like seventy mm-hmm. to eighty seconds. 
Like, I, I'm not saying I enjoyed her in Last Jedi, but you set up this character. I want to see her pay off. I want to see her do mm-hmm. something in this movie because it's like maybe I'll like her now because it's all worth it to see her do something like satisfying. She was supposed to romance Finn or something, right? Like that was the implication. Yeah, but then Finn they, gives her a pat on the back. Yeah. yeah, but it's just so like, oh, we they listen to people on Twitter and Reddit and they change the movie for them. And now Rose it's is like, yeah. it's so reactionary and not like they're actually telling a story. And that's why these characters kind of feel meandering. I can't tell if it's like a, a JJ thing or a Disney thing, because in all these other Disney remakes, they're also very reactionary or they, they're also very um, trying to address their own criticisms in a way. You see that with the Aladdin, you see that with the Lion King. Yeah. You know, like we're gonna we're gonna give Jasmine a song <laughs> and stuff like that, or just just yeah. throw away lines where it's like, oh, what I just said farted. You're gonna stop me, Timon? No, why would I? You know, it's just like shut up. <laughs> like <laughs> it doesn't matter. Stop stop re- referencing the other films and just being like, ooh, we've heard your criticisms. Like, yeah, just be There's a movie. A lot of lines <laughs> like that in this. A lot of addressing, like, why don't they do this instead? Why don't we just do what General Haldo did and drive the Star Destroyer through the thing? It's like, it's just a yeah. quick thing. Because they have to explain it quick for Reddit. It's oddly self-referential to the point where yeah, it's distracting it, and it's just, it doesn't feel like a movie anymore. It just feels like a corporation talking to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, as bad as the prequels are, and you were kind of saying the same thing, Ralph, at least it was George Lucas's fuck-up and not... Disney's fuck up. There's something just much more likable about one person's vision who's been there from the beginning instead of right. this like mega corp taking it and just. This is Orwellian almost. This is like yeah. the THXs. <laughs> this is like what THX makes as a film. That's why I'm so put off by it. <laughs> is there anything we liked about it? <laughs> sure. I think there's plenty of things I liked about Pinatas. it. The visual For effects, sure. they're not inspired at all. It's like all the old stuff, Star Destroyers, whatever. But it looked. All the stuff looked great. It did. It looked pretty real. Mine seemed pretty low res. I don't know. <laughs> I watched it. Different yeah, had the pinata though. look. <laughs> yeah, was the yeah. pinata. <laughs> it's just like I think I said it in my video on on the rise of Skywalker. How like puppets aren't what Star Wars is. Like there's more to it. You know, like puppets are essential to that like style and the presentation of that universe, but. That's all they seem to think that makes a Star Wars movie. It's like, let's just have these packed scenes of loads of creatures running around and look how cute it is and it's so distracting. And it's like, they're kind of missing the point. Like, there's no heart to it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And they introduce so many new characters when they've already got so much on the palette already. Like, how many new, like creatures and characters do they introduce just in this one movie to just not develop and throw the previous ones aside? It's such a strange choice. But. They didn't throw them aside because Chewie got his award. See, they listened. Chewie got the medal. They listened yeah, to the fans. There were a lot of weird fan service moments. <laughs> That's what's important, guys. Yeah. They listened. I didn't even like the music. Like, I normally love John Williams' like, Star Wars yeah, music, I, but I didn't even notice it, really. It wasn't memorable. I didn't notice it at all. I think everybody just Which gave up. Which is such up. a shame for me. Because it's like, when, when, when you have this... When you have the third in the the trilogy, it's like it's oh you don't need to make a good movie to convince people to watch the next one again. You can just fuck it mm-hmm. up and be like, "Oops, we're done. Sorry, tricked you." There were no performances I thought were like stand out either. Yeah, I thought Adam <laughs> Driver was. Re- I thought he was the best one, but even him. Well, because everything that he does is kind of stupid. Yeah, know? they were just like, weird it's, it's all dramatic based scenes. So stupid. 
there was like the scene where they were Chewbacca is supposed to die, where they like knock down the spaceship, but somehow he's <laughs> in another spaceship that left at the same time. I don't know what the fuck that was. That was funny. But yeah, it was funny because <laughs> of how confusing and like, like it just didn't make any sense. I like how quickly after the fact they revealed that Chewie was still alive. Yeah, it They're was like, like the scene don't after. worry, guys. They didn't even drag it out. There's at all. no consequences here. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, the the film has no stakes. Yeah. Like uh-huh. onto the next. The villain is issue. just like yeah. It's like oh shit, we've we're, we've written ourselves in such a corner. Mm-hmm. Let's just bring back stuff everyone knows. The Emperor, Star Destroyers. You can bring people back from the dead now too. So there's like extra no stakes. Yeah, why should I care about anything now when you can just revive people? Yeah, but it used up your life force. So then it's like, oops. You're not dead, I'm dead. They should have kept that going for like 10 minutes of like just the two of them reviving each other. They should have just kept that going <laughs> just forever. <never> ends. <laughs> yeah, just make make like an endless gif loop. Of course, Carrie Fisher died um, oh, yeah. before the, the film was, was completed or even started. So they've repurposed old footage of her. Yeah, it was and awkward. It, and it leads to these really strangely kind of retroactively written scenes where they create them based around the dialogue they have available yeah. already and it <laughs> just just really vague I quotes. honestly can't tell is it, it do we really notice it because we know that she's dead the scenes would seem awkward regardless cuz what she says yeah. is just so yeah. vague like you did a good job and we're proud of you or something like that <laughs> like just throwing that into a scene it's like okay it just it seemed mm-hmm. awkward either way honestly that's why when she passed away in the movie, it didn't have that emotional punch it should have no. had for me. No. It was just confusing. Yeah, they really guessed wrong out of like yeah. the three yeah, characters really from from the old one that could have died in any Although order. Harrison Ford came he came back for this and oh, so yeah. did Mark Hamill. I thought the Harrison Ford scene that was actually the best scene in the movie for me. I don't remember yeah, I what think it was. I agree. Even. It's the only one with some kind of emotional resonance behind yeah. it. Yeah. It I, it was like some resolution I wasn't expecting. I yeah, wasn't expecting. It was a surprise that. that wasn't like groan worthy. God, excuse yeah, me. and Harrison Ford wasn't like really bad. <laughs> yeah, he he, d- he looked yeah. like he actually wanted to be there. Yeah, he did a good job. He's in that new movie, Call of the Wild, with that. It's like a CGI dog. No, oh. did you guys see the trailer? It for sounds that? great. No, I, you should totally I didn't check that it. out. Yeah. The Wild wasn't there already a it's like movie Call called of the, the Wild, w- like Call of the Wild or something. Call of the Wild, and he's like. Okay. My life sucked until I met Buck. And then he goes out in the wilderness with his dog. <laughs> it looks so good. Let's <laughs> get back on topic. Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. I don't know. They, with with just how much Mark Hamill was in the movie, it's like, I don't know. Can anybody just show back up as a ghost? Does does Kylo Ren's death matter anymore? Why doesn't he just say hi? Just pop pop over and be like, hey, whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm here. I think he can. Yeah, I'm a ghost he disappears, man. right? At the end? Because the Force ghosts can also touch things in the environment now. Like, they can catch lightsabers and, like, mm-hmm. interact. Oh, so yeah. It's like, oh, okay, so it's not that bad when you die then, really. You actually, yeah, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> mind the Force ghost really stuff much. <laughs> yeah. I really did with the Luke moment because it's such a... It didn't even feel like a scene for the characters in the movie. It was a scene for the, the fans who were angry at The Last Jedi. Oh, well, the part where he catches the lightsaber, yeah. Yeah. But J.J. said that was supposed to show how much the character has grown. It was supposed to be like a payoff moment. It's right. just annoying now. Yeah, but when like he threw it in Last Jedi, it was like a comedy moment. 
That was the weird thing about that part in Last Jedi. It wasn't that he like threw the lightsaber away. It was like a. It was like I had a sign or something. It was just the execution of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, him doing that could have been okay if it was just executed in a in a more thoughtful way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, it's Star Wars. <laughs> it's Star Wars. I can it's tell Star you're Wars. riveted by Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> I really checked out though for the the final kind of battle sequence. Like yeah. I thought it was so fucking boring. <laughs> I couldn't believe yeah. like like the schlock it became. It was it, it is just schlocky. Aquaman garbage. Like just two armies just flying towards each other. It's like the same as like Attack of the Clones at the end. It's just like just two armies fighting that you have no <laughs> real stakes or investment in. You're like. What they're riding horses on a like star destroyer? Oh, yeah. like, what the fuck is happening? Why the Emperor's shooting lightning like miles in the air and it's like it's going everywhere and there's just thousands of star destroyers and you can't tell what the fuck's going on. It's just it's just lame. Pal- Palpatine <laughs> could avoid a lot of his own destruction if he just turned off his lightning bolts. Because they get directed back at him a lot. And if he just like turned <laughs> off his lightning bolts, he wouldn't kill himself. Yeah, he could just push people with the force. Yeah. Uh, these are nitpicking things, though. The, oh. the emotional core of the movie is... Yeah, we're nitpicking and bias. But <laughs> the emotional core of the movie isn't there. There's just nothing deeper going on in it. Like, that first Force Awakens is like a a remake of A New Hope, basically. Or, mm-hmm. or like a reimagining of it. I like that movie. I actually enjoy it compared to this. Because at least it has, like... Like, all the characters serve a purpose in it, and it has a story that's paced well, because it's just yeah. a new hope, you know? <laughs> and this is like, like, we're gonna have a thousand Star Destroyers with the, the, the Death Star laser. It's so boring. Yeah. Like, it's so much more interesting to have evil person, or like, evil encapsulated in this one, like, ball, like the Death Star. Like, what's more interesting, fighting one fucking thing, or a thousand little things? With like a laser on it. It's so boring. It was the moment Star Wars became Fast and Furious for me. Nice. Like, kind it, of. There's just there's just no like logic to anything, and it's just about set pieces and stupid fan service moments. Like that's all it is. There's mm-hmm. just nothing to it. And not like the old Star Wars movies are high art because no. they're like fantasy, kind of silly, but they have the, they have that heart. Yeah, they have that story that they want to tell. And they have those likable characters, and most of them serve a function in the story for all of it. Yeah, I guess if it was anything different, if it was literally just about the special effects and there was no heart to the story, then, you know, Star Wars wouldn't have been such a cultural impact. It would have been more or less like another Tron or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tron is really bad. Yeah, it's Um, not good. (laughs) Yeah. John Boyega, like, I was really looking forward to seeing what he was going to do in this series six years ago whenever this started mm. and now it's like i was like i was so disappointed he barely did anything yeah and the same with uh poe as well like all the yeah, actors i didn't blame any of the actors for this no you know? like, of course not they could just... i think they did the best they could with this exactly yeah it's just yeah. the material like the story there's there's nothing it is just a complete retread and remake basically at the end of it all of the same like ideas as the original yeah, yeah. I I think part of the reason why episode seven doesn't leave as sour of a taste in my mouth as the next two is because there is this kind of implication when you're watching the first out of the trilogy, even if they're playing it safe to begin with, it's like, okay, this is their jumping off point. And there's several things about the way that they started this universe where it did seem kind of hopeful. They're, you know, using all these like practical little alien puppets and stuff like that. 
feels like they really got like the design of the universe down to some extent and you know the music's still mm -hmm. there and it was like okay well if you have these ingredients and you jump off from this point there's a lot of cool things that could happen you know it, it seemed mm -hmm. promising in a way and then they just didn't really do anything with it they just kind of dicked around <laughs> fucked everything up yeah ryan johnson really messed everything up <laughs> see i, I don't i don't fully blame him okay. I, I think i think the more i think about it i actually blame the force awakens more simply uh -huh. because of the the point in which they decided to start the story like yeah. they, they it's such a retread of new hope that they really right, have but what no else choice. were they gonna do it's disney fucking they bought star wars and it's the first star yeah. wars movie all they could do <laughs> is just retread all the same shit so i don't blame them but I mean, it doesn't make it any better like they're no it doesn't <laughs> you're like, right you're right i'm just saying for me yeah like of course that that's what was gonna happen but yeah. <laughs> i i blame them but i wouldn't expect anything different right i but get I, I kind of do is, you gotta make money Oh yeah, I kind of do because like <laughs> yeah, because like Ra Ralph earlier you said you put uh -huh. it in the same kind of category as um like Marvel and these like Aladdin and Lion King remakes, mm -hmm. but I do like Marvel a bit better. But yeah, I think we'll get into it. I think Marvel like it has taken the place of what Star Wars was. If yeah. you get what I mean, culturally, yeah, like it's it's pulpy, yeah. silly storytelling with. Like a you know a heart behind it and a consistency. I think well, it's especially a consistency like Guardians of the Galaxy. That specifically, that's literally like the Star Wars. A mm -hmm. bunch of rogue guys go out <laughs> in space and get into like sci-fi adventures. Yeah. it's very yeah. Star Wars. And and Thor tried to mimic that. It's kind of irrelevant now in terms of like that. Without someone like a, like an an ideas man like George Lucas there to come up with the crazy ideas for people to channel into these uh, these movies. There really is nothing to it, you know? Like, it's yeah. just a... There isn't much going on. It's a lot um, of people, too. It's like all those design people who worked on those old Star Wars movies, the VFX team. Like, I don't even know if they're working on these anymore. I don't know if it's the same people or not. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a silver lining to this because at the end of the day, Disney made it now okay for me to say that I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> Before that, it was, yeah, that's true. It was wrong. And everybody would get mad, but now I can say I don't like Star Wars and nobody gives a shit. I can watch a fucking cam rip of the new movie and nobody even cares. <laughs> Name one other movie that that could have happened with where I review yeah, a cam rip and, and people wouldn't give a shit. I don't think there's a single other movie. Cats, I think it was the only, only movie. movie. <laughs> Cats. Lion King. Thing is, though, I don't think it's that hard to really make Star Wars fans happy because... In the last year, we saw two, we saw two things that have overall made a, a lot of the fan base pleased. Like people love the Mandalorian and that Star Wars game that came out. Like they're far better than anything in these new movies because they are like a smaller scale and they're able to play around in the universe with like a different genre or like tone that doesn't have to be this world-ending like galactic conflict type thing. And it's more just using the the setting to tell these more you know smaller stories yeah which makes it so annoying to me because it's like how can everyone see it apart from the, the company that makes billions off the the license like it's just that how? seems to be a recurring <laughs> theme this decade i mean last decade well i guess forever now <laughs> the new decade like they, they don't <laughs> get it they don't understand they don't know what people want really 
they think they do and they do all these like focus tests and <laughs> they read all like reddit and all this shit and they're like oh let's just form it around what we think people want when it's like no you kind of have to also bring some kind of focus and some something new, some vision to it. Well, when you yeah. say something new, so it's like people clearly want to to see some risks taken, but that in of itself is kind of like an oxymoron when you're looking at it through the lens of this company that is trying to make money. But like, right? they let Ryan Johnson make his own movie they gave him like a weird amount of freedom it's, it comes across like anyway yeah. i don't know obviously no one really knows scenes, but, but that's what it seems like for sure because it seems like yeah like it feels like a ryan johnson else. movie there are things that don't feel like like the porgs i don't know i feel like disney forced them to put shit like that in there oh yeah yeah shit like that obviously yeah yeah there was definitely an emperor palpatine controlling certain aspects of ryan johnson <laughs> well do you think they gave jj an amount of control and he chose know. to make the movie like this. That's why I said I'm not sure if it's a Disney thing or a JJ thing when we're talking about them, yeah. like c- kind of addressing the criticisms of the other movies, because Disney does that all the time. So you don't really like know. I said, these are not high art. I'm not looking for a lot. I want like entertaining science fiction films that are fun <laughs> and like Force Awakens like... science fantasy. Yeah, more specifically, but like just Force Awakens was that for me at least. And Last Jedi and and this one, Rise of Skywalker. It's so not that. It's so dull and like confusing. Would you um Would you agree with me that in this trilogy they get progressively worse as each one goes along? I, I don't know. No. No. <laughs> yeah. Last, Last Jedi is worse than I, uh, Skywalker. Well, what's your favorite one? I think Last Jedi is the most. The yeah. uh, this is this is what I mean. Let me explain. Um, okay. I think. Out of these three movies, the only one anyone's ever going to really talk about is The Last Jedi. Like, <laughs> it's the one that people are going to argue true. about and debate about and discuss. Like, no one ain't nobody talking about the other movies. There ain't, there's nothing, you know, there's <laughs> nothing to it. Right. <laughs> it's the only one that has something <laughs> to mm-hmm. me because it is kind of like George Lucas's fuck ups in the prequels. It's kind of like that to me, where it's one person, or it comes across, you know, as one person. Yeah, the film has a voice. More. Ryan Johnson yeah. really has a voice. Whereas this new one, like, it doesn't. The The Force Awakens feels more like a J.J. Abrams movie. Um, this one feels more like, uh, what are those writers that write, like, that wrote, like, Star Trek Into Darkness and yeah, Lost and all that stuff? It feels Alex like... Alex Kurtzman of, and Robert Ors- Orsi. Yeah, yeah those w- two. were they responsible? I can't remember. Whoever wrote Rise of Skywalker, you know, you look at them on IMDb <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, it's the it guy who made like uh, one of those. Batman Palpatine. vs. Superman, right? And it kind of feels like a movie like Batman vs. Superman in a way, where it's just completely scattershot, and there's like no real cohesion to anything, and it's yeah, it's slick and it moves really quick, but that's by design, just so you can't really think about how stupid yeah. it is by like on a scene by scene basis. Yeah, I noticed that. There was that's a lot a of shit that they thing. tried to cram in there. <laughs> Like Into Darkness had that same thing. I feel like the plot was so stupid. Absolutely, and, like, comedy would be so bad. They they just rush by it. There's so much, so many set pieces and like action yeah. scenes. Like you can't like that. At the beginning of the movie, I was like, I had to put my head in my hands because like it was just nonstop. Like it, there's yeah. no chance to breathe. I thought the first forty minutes was really dull. Like all that shit when they were on the desert mm-hmm. planet. I thought all of that was just really kind of boring. It got yeah. kind of good when they went to the. Where's that that rain planet? And they meet that lady, Kurt. What's her name? Carrie oh, Russell. Oh, that city Carrie or whatever that's being invaded or yeah. something. 
that yeah, was that kind was of interesting. interesting. It was like kind of different, the design of it. But then they just rush past that too. They're on that planet for like 10 minutes, I feel like, and then they go on to something else. Yeah, they really glossed over a lot of things. I'm still kind of confused about when Ray had a clone and sh- showed her scary Bilbo teeth. I don't know what that was oh, about. Oh, that evil vision or whatever. Yeah, the Sith one, the Sith Ray. She fought, she fought a version of herself saber. that had scary Bilbo teeth. Yeah. Yeah, it was just foreshadowing that she was a Palpatine. I think that was I literally guess. it. We're really Maybe negative on this. In the trailer. <laughs> well, I, ca- I can't think of anything that I really like about it, though. When, like... <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm yeah, just, the, I'm yeah, just the being production honest. is, like, is, is good. But, like, we've had how many Star Wars movies now that all yeah, have this level exactly. of it? And it's like, okay. Also, it's $300 million budget. It should look this good. Yeah. It's a huge budget. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be different if it looked like Justice League or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see technically like what you can do with $300 million, but that's about all I got out of it. <laughs> was it $300 cool million? Design work. It was something like that. It was $250 million to yeah. $300 million, like when I checked it. It's somewhere in that range. Just to God, pay for all those render farms for the yeah. thousands of Star Destroyers. Yeah. Mm. That shit. Uh, and uh, to build the park, the new Star Wars park. That's the only <laughs> good the thing to budget. come out of Disney. <laughs> Yeah, is the goddamn theme parks. They know how to make a theme park ride. <laughs> yeah, So yeah. they'll do those Star Wars rides, and that'll be great. Just like Avatar. Mm. The Avatar ride's amazing. I don't give a fuck about the movie. <laughs> I'm not even going to see the new ones. I don't even know if they're ever going to be made. No, they'll be made. Oh, they'll come out. Yeah. Eventually. I hope so. Have you seen like, James Cameron gloating about how he thinks oh, yeah. the new ones are going to be... Easily well, as big, if not bigger than cool. Avatar. If you one. look at his IMDb, he's gonna have to tell himself that. <laughs> like, there's no yeah. way he he can exist in a world where he doesn't believe that, or else his reality is just going to implode upon itself. <laughs> he needs he needs to believe that in order to keep living. <laughs> yeah, he needs to fund his weird like underwater expedition somehow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Favorite scene in the movie. Are, are uh, there scenes in the movie? I feel like every scene was a minute long. I like the pinata bits. <laughs> like like Ralph said, the Han Solo scene was one of the genuine surprises that wasn't a like an annoying surprise. Like, oh, you didn't kill that character even though you just showed them dying. Oh, you didn't kill that character. Like, oh, C-3PO isn't dead. Oh, Kylo Ren isn't dead. Oh, <laughs> no one's <laughs> ever really gone. <laughs> it just never fucking ends. And I think just, the, all the stuff out. with Kylo and Rey is the best stuff in the movie. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah, it's, it's what should have been the focus, I guess, of the, the yeah. trilogy more so. The overall conflict is so uninteresting. Like, why is anyone even fighting? Like, I don't even understand. Like, <laughs> the, <laughs> like the, from The Force Awakens, like, so the bad guys are just back being a superpower? Like, I thought the whole point... <laughs> Was that they were defeated, and that's another thing that is really annoying about the Rise of Skywalker is that it it, it actually injures the previous movies by undoing Anakin's character arc with Darth Vader, you know, in, the, in that last movie in Return of the Jedi and throwing the Emperor down like that completes his arc, and now he doesn't even die then. So what was the point of it, you know? Yeah, exactly. I guess Anakin wasn't that important. Yeah, even though he was the main character, sort of for uh, six movies, one of the most important pieces. <laughs> Okay. It's the point of the story. I guess Whatever. having Palpatine in the movie was too important for selling toys and putting his face on a poster. He's such a. Did you see actually character. one one of the posters? There's a really bad um, poster for Rise of Skywalker that has like Emperor the Emperor's face kind yeah. of uh, in the background. <laughs> yeah. It turns out they used like a toy, uh, like a picture oh, really? of a, a, oh, an really? official like 
Palpatine toy. Oh, that's and great. Just, like, just shot it in. Yeah, search that up if <laughs> for those that's really good. It's pretty funny. Jesus Christ. Maybe it's the symbolism <laughs> here. Maybe maybe they are yeah. toys. <laughs> the posters literally are just toys at this point. Yeah. How about fucking Dom Hall Gleason's character? What's his name? Who's Hux. That? Is the guy who turns out to be a spy, and he stays on the ship for some reason, and he just gets oh, shot yeah. in the next scene? Yeah, that was <laughs> like, weird. What the fuck was that character? <laughs> that was really weird. Yeah, such that a almost waste. seemed like a little yeah, kind such of a, a waste. subversion of expectations moment in there. A little Ryan Johnson moment. Yeah, <laughs> it just seemed like a fuck you. Like, oh, we don't know what to do with this guy. Fuck it. We should have taken him with him. Blam. That that would have been fun if if that yeah that, like uh imperial There'll guy be a was dynamic on. there. Yeah, they have him like handcuffed to the some pipe or something, and Chewbacca's fucking with him. Yeah, it was really weird. No, let's just do nothing. Let's just go meet ten other characters that do nothing, and then <laughs> abandon them <laughs> and go somewhere else. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lando's in the movie. We didn't even talk about that. Who? Lando. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he's got his weird like daughter subplot that isn't really explained yeah <laughs> but uh, i think it has been confirmed that it, it is his daughter but his delivery of that line is like what do, do you want to like fuck her like what, is what did he say this? though it's really creepy what was the line <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't take it wait, that way but wait, 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 she's <laughs> like funny. she's like yeah i don't know who my dad is or whatever and he's like want to find out or some weird shit like <laughs> that be your daddy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was the line. Now I remember. Yeah, great. What about you know um that Finn keeps saying that he's got something to tell Ray throughout the movie, Mm. over and over again. He's pregnant. You never properly find out. Um, (laughs) I assumed it was "I love you." No, apparently, what it is is that he is Mm -hmm. actually force sensitive. Sure. So what was he gonna say? Wait, Ray, I'm force sensitive. That's gonna be his last words to her. Who gives a fuck? My force sense is really tingly. She'd go okay, and then they die. I feel I thought it was uh I love you. Whatever. Mm. My my Someone silly sentimental going back to, you know, the original trilogy where people loved each other. It was heart. <laughs> do you think we'll ever find out like do you think we'll ever get that like JJ Abrams interview in like <laughs> 20 years where he reveals the truth? What do you think Disney I don't will have think it he's down forever? That would that would imply that he's like an honest person that would <laughs> share his true feelings you know i don't think that'll ever happen well he doesn't have to he's not he's not our friend yeah he's always been untruthful in marketing you are right about that like in into darkness he kept saying khan's not in it khan's not in it benedict Mm. Benedict cumberbatch is not khan and then and then watch the movie remake of yeah yeah it's just wrath of khan again i can think of like probably a dozen different properties where the ending sucks and J.J. Abrams was involved. He really doesn't know how to end things. Yeah. Ten Cloverfield well, Lane. Yeah. I, I, lost. Yeah. It's his mystery box. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, just... everyone makes fun of his mystery box, but he just he asks questions and doesn't have answers yeah. for them. He goes, I don't know. He writes interesting yeah, premises. <laughs> gotcha. That's not what stories are, <laughs> though. You know? Yeah. You Better luck next time. Isn't story. Play again. All right. Um... I'm d- I I I don't have anything more to say about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah me good. neither. Yeah, thank you. Know, you. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> For your sake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a big movie. I'm giving this one a four out of ten, closer to a three than a five. One and a half stars. Yeah, I, I'd probably give it around the same. Um, 
Uh, uh, I might watch it one more time when it comes out. Might you know download it or something. Yeah. Aside from that, like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no excitement. Nothing really of note to talk about apart from things that just annoy you. The more you think about it, to me anyway. Mm-hmm. Speaking so, is of this better than Rogue One. <laughs> no, we got to we got to keep talking about Star Wars. A is it better than more. Rogue One? Yeah. No, I haven't no. even seen it yet. And Solo? Um, I only saw Solo once. Oh, so you saw Solo Solo. I saw it by myself in the theater. That's right. That's right yeah. I, I think Solo is the most forgettable one. I haven't even had like an interest to revisit it. Yeah, exactly. You know? I can't convince myself to do it. Mm-hmm. But people Just like that race. one. They people, there are loads of people that sing its praises. I mean, I might give it a chance one day. but It was not as bad as I expected it to be, and that's why it, it doesn't leave a sour taste in my mouth. As I expected it to be much worse than it was. And it was like kind of fun for moments and pretty mm-hmm. dumb overall. But I was like, well, that's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. I yeah, think the Rogue Darth Maul bit was epic. Oh, God. That's that's what turned me off, actually, was the Darth Maul Yeah, that Maul was when bit. I was like, oh, fuck this yeah. film. Like, wh- what are you doing? Like, wh- where, where are we going with this? Like, what is the purpose of any of this? Like, do you want it to be Marvel? No? It didn't make money? Okay, it's not going to be Marvel now. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't make enough money. Yeah. I don't know. Marvel has yeah. had a couple an, like okay. not so great box office returns, but that didn't make them quit their whole plan. Yeah. Like surely if it's like, okay, now we're just gonna do Han Solo and Darth Maul the movie. Like surely people will go and see that. If you like, you know, made it without fucking up like the director choice and having to reshoot like half the movie or whatever. Disney's just well, very quick to, to puss out. If, if if something isn't like as big of a success as they plan, they're like, bail, shut down the engines. Because <laughs> they like, they're, they're full of hubris now because the, they have so many billion dollar movies, Lion King, Aladdin, Force Awakens. Yeah. Like, it's like when you're arrogant. Bill Gates, like the amount of time that it would take to pick up a hundred dollar bill off the sidewalk, you'd be losing money. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> Where they're just yeah. like, it's not worth it. <laughs> What else are they going to make Star Wars movies about? Because like, yeah, I'm really actually curious. <laughs> I, I would love to be a fly on the wall in the like Star Wars office or whatever with all these like businessmen in suits. Like, what the fuck are we going to do? <laughs> what are we doing? We've promised yeah. all of this shit. Like, oh yeah, we're going to give the Game of Thrones dudes who now everyone hates a trilogy, but that that's been canned. And Ryan Johnson was going to get his own tri- trilogy, and that's probably not going to happen. Like, yeah. they just don't know what they're doing. Yeah. We need we need Julian Assange to leak all that shit so we can <laughs> we can know for <laughs> the sure. Disney leaks. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Then he'll go to double jail. <laughs> no hard feelings, Disney. Movie was bad. No I'm hard feelings. Star Wars movies <laughs> <Okay>. now. <laughs> I, I'm just not seeing. We them. still love you. This, this is it. This is it. <laughs> I'm not giving them my money anymore for Star Wars movies. Yeah, I feel that way too. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's not that it matters. It's not like it's. I just don't want to watch them anymore. They're not. It, they're mm-hmm. not engaging. It's fair enough. Mm-hmm. You can blame me for it. Speaking of Ryan Johnson, I guess we have a tiny bit of time to talk about Knives Out, which is a movie we all yeah. saw. It's his redemption arc. Not that I thought that he was <laughs> ever his like apology for the Last Jedi. 
he's a good director yeah i never he's always been a good director writer it's funny because like most people never heard of ryan johnson before the last jedi and so they Mm -hmm. all think Mm -hmm. he's like the worst person on the planet when in reality he's been like a competent director this whole time brick is a great movie that's the one i Mm -hmm. haven't seen I've seen everything. Uh, else Looper is solid. I know it yeah. has its issues with the plot, which you've gotten into, Adam. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, but I still <laughs> enjoy it. I like the character stuff. I like the performances. Even in my review, I still said it's a decent movie. It's just it just contradicts yeah, itself yeah. the entire time. It exactly. sets up rules it's not a and then movie. And it's then not quite brick. Doesn't follow them. <laughs> you know, it's actually hilarious uh-huh. that he he sent the script to Shane Carruth, the director of Primer, and apparently Shane literally wrote him back saying the time travel is wrong <laughs> and ryan johnson made it anyway <laughs> anyway yeah. knives out it's pretty good it was donut yeah i really hole. enjoyed it another donut hole. <laughs> yeah Craig. people were being like extra critical because of the last jedi I feel, like <laughs> on social media like try, like waiting for that moment where there was something they could pounce on and be like mm-hmm. look that's the bit we can complain about on twitter like that sure. being like the the i guess the biggest standout moment like that when the certain reasons why um oh yeah girl that girl she's like says she says something there's some sort of like twitter commentary type thing that's a bit like okay that's not the best bit but aside from that like i i, I enjoyed the ride yeah provocative <laughs> Definitely provocative. You could tell Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Whereas he was more subtle about his the way he was addressing the Last Jedi in other ways. We're not. To, wait, we can't talk spoilers, can we? So I suppose. And Knives can. Out. We yeah. can do that. It's been it's been out in theaters for like a couple months now. Sp- yeah, you're right. You're right. We can talk spoilers. It's been a while since I've seen it. But spoilers. Yeah, you're on out. The the character who was killed, who was a writer in the movie, I mm-hmm. thought that was a almost like a self insert type of deal um where he was talking about it's been a while since i've seen it but he he directly says something through that character um where the where he's like lamenting about his choices Mm -hmm. and with some of his like books or something and i thought that came across to me as like a direct sort of acknowledgement of um elements of the last jedi but yeah i could be reading into it too much i i don't think that's an unreasonable interpretation at all hmm but yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's a fun murder mystery that subverts in the right way, you know? Like, it's been such a buzzword to, to mock um, the, the whole idea of subverting, subverting expectations. expectations. But, like, yeah. all, a lot of the best um, media does do that, you know, to be fair. And he does it very well in the movie when, when, it, when it's set up and you're kind of expecting it to be a kind of by-the-books typical, you know, murder mystery like he's setting up. There is There is more to it um it goes places you don't really expect and i think i think from concept alone the only way it can really work is if you can't tell exactly what's going to happen because it's kind of a whodunit right yeah so you don't want audience members to be able to be like that guy did it and then just know everything throughout the whole film you need to have some sort of subversion of expectations if you will you need to be able to do that and i think it did it really well um, as much as it is agree, like kind yeah. of a, a callback and an uh, homage or homage to uh, you know <laughs> clue type whodunit movies or whatever, it's it it still managed to be something fresh, um, and I really enjoyed it overall. Yeah, really good cast as well. Big cast, um, yeah, great cast. Anna yeah. Armas was the fucking star of the show. She's great, she's great. I love mm. her. Yeah, yeah she's she, so great. She really carried it. Uh huh. I like I like that interesting little. Uh, gimmick plot device that they have with her 
throwing up every time she lies or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was yeah, odd, funny. but it, it, Although, worked, it worked for the tone. I'm going to be a little nitpicky, and I didn't mention this in my review because it is so nitpicky that I think people would have just got mad. Mm-hmm. There is one moment in the film where she lies and she doesn't throw up, and that kind of pissed me off a little. When she's um, when, oh, when right. she's trying to uh, cover up the, the muddy footprints, and Daniel Craig's like, no, don't go over there. And she's like, what? I can't hear you. And she's obviously, very obviously lying, pretending she can't hear him, even though she, she can. And she doesn't throw up. Yeah, that's true. And she never even has a moment where she has to, like, go to the side and throw up. And I was like, Ryan, yeah, you I suppose fucked that does up. count as a lie. <laughs> you fucked Ryan up, Johnson, Ryan. Come on. <laughs> but still, I, I really enjoyed the movie. <laughs> movie sucks. That's it. It's One over. out of five. <laughs> I'm, I'm on Twitter I'm now. I'm mostly glad that it's an, an original movie that has done very well. Um, yeah. Which yeah. is a, a good sign. Um, I think the studio is very happy with it. Um, I think they've actually greened it a sequel, so we'll see how uh, that goes. What? It's not mm. really. It's, yeah, did you not see this? No. Am I wrong? I don't know. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Um, hey, why not? <laughs> yeah, I think with the idea being that Daniel Craig is like a, re- a recurring character or something. Okay, the they're great characters. Obviously. I would honestly be happy to see all of them again. Daniel Craig, especially, I'm so happy he's like not doing the James Bond yeah. shtick or like the Machismo Man, whatever. Like he's in a. Logan Lucky, he plays like a fucking weird ass character in that, but he's so good. And I'm glad he's taking parts like that. He's like the best actor in this. I will admit, mm-hmm. I had to get used to his accent. When he first showed up, I was like, oh no. It was <laughs> yeah, really jarring. But I thought he but was I got so, used to it for sure. It's it was so suitably good. over the top. It, yeah. it works with the tone <laughs> and the, the style Lighthorn. of story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty well shot, too. Ryan Johnson has never been like bad as a visual director. Even in the Last Jedi, there's some really interesting visuals. Like when I think of the mm-hmm. Last Jedi, honestly, I uh, there's very few Star Wars films where I can like pick out a shot in my memory and be like, "That looks nice," and I go back to it in my head. But I really liked the, you know, the the uh, red salt planet aesthetic sort of thing and like the ships crashing and it's like blood red like i thought that that was a yeah. really cool visual even if the movie overall wasn't great yeah so ryan johnson has always been pretty good at that sort of thing no agreed but i'm sure there's more i could say about the movie but it has admittedly been a while since i've seen it so as far as um because there's, there's there's a fair amount of commentary in the movie um in terms of mm-hmm. like you know the 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 class sort of um struggle that it's um highlighting yeah it's very modern american politics yeah exactly definitely I, I didn't find it i didn't find that obnoxious yeah there's other pieces of media that i've seen that have attempted the same thing like uh life is strange too was also very much about trump and the wall <laughs> but this film handled oh. it much better it wasn't as heavy-handed and it actually made sense in the plot you know it kind of raised the stakes a little yeah. bit because mm-hmm. with that element, there was like, oh, no, her mom will get deported sort of thing. Like, there's a reason why she wasn't able to just go to the police or whatever. Yeah, and seeing all of the, like, snobby rich kids who want their inheritance get their own, like, is it's just fun to watch. It's, you know, it's a fun gimmick. It had a good energy. It was uh, appropriately sure, yeah, comedic. as well. I think it was mostly a comedy, honestly. But there was yeah. enough interesting kind of intriguing things happening at the same time. Yeah, it's the kind of movie I want to see him do, you know, like just yeah. keep it small, keep it intimate, 
and then you can homage all this all the stuff he loves, which mm-hmm. is well, he's, always he dumb. still has his own Star Wars movies coming. I that's, think. What? Do you think that's going to happen? They really? I don't think so. Yeah, I think. Really? Maybe. Who knows? I think. I think at this point he the regrets with associating I, I himself would, no, with Star no, Wars. No, I don't think so. I think. Well, obviously not, because now he gets he gets a lot more work and money. Like he got a fucking huge cast for this movie. It's probably because of Star Wars. Yeah, he made but a billion dollar movie, I suppose. If he had a whole trilogy to just do his own thing and tell his own story, I think he'd do a fine job. Yeah, if he left like all the characters that everyone is really attached to already alone and just did his own thing, I think you're right. I think it could be really interesting. Yeah, just something original within Star Wars. I think he's the one that could save it. If anyone could. I think it might be too late, though. I think people hate The Last Jedi so much, and they hate him so much, and I think <laughs> I th- Disney's scared of, of the like risk. There's a lot of people like it, too, right? No, but how would they even market it from the guy who directed The Last Jedi? Yeah. That oh, one you don't have to mention hate. that. <laughs> yeah. You could just Pulling be like, it's not Star Wars. <laughs> it's Star I mean, Wars though. 15. <laughs> Optically, it's really hard to sell, I think, to the average Star Wars fan who sure. doesn't know Ryan Johnson, aside from the fact that they hate that you made The Last Jedi. Ryan Johnson's going to have to change his name. Yeah. Yeah, Johnson Ryan. To ruin Johnson. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh we don't need to talk about this movie for too long. We talked about Star Wars for a no, bunch no. anyway. There's not too much to say about um Knives Out other than we liked it. It was fun. You should see it. Yeah, I thought it was a solid murder mystery. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. What would you give it out of whatever you want to give it out of? I think I gave it three and a half out of five. Yeah, I'd agree. I think it's the perfect, like, yeah. sort of 7 out of 10 like, movie. 7 yeah. out of 10, yeah. I gave it a 7 also. We're all in agreeance. Um, so there was a movie that was recommended. <laughs> Masterpiece <laughs> called Space Jam. Uh, yep. Starring Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers for Space Jam, Spoilers everybody. Spoilers for Space Jam. <laughs> Space Jam. Okay, so what did you guys think of Space Jam? You need to describe what, you it first. to say the fucking plot? What do you mean? Michael Jordan gets transported into Looney Tunes and he has to play a basketball game with with Bugs Bunny and the Looney Tunes. But why? (laughs) That's the plot. That's the plot of the movie. Are we all very familiar with Space Jam? I am too familiar with Space Jam. Yeah, I have people tell me this is a masterpiece. This is like one of their favorite movies from their childhood. I was obsessed with Space Jam as a child. Yeah. I, I had the soundtrack, like I know all the words from like all the songs in it. Like I I was one of those. Like I loved it. Yeah. Um, so it was really fun to revisit because um, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Like, obviously, <laughs> it's not the yeah. film that like pops into my head when I want to like entertain myself. But mm-hmm. it's fun. It's really stupid, but I, it it does feel very, very self aware and way more meta than I I remembered it being. Um, which I suppose works with the Bugs Bunny's always been that way. Where he's looking at the camera and making jokes, and it's like. Bill Murray in the movie, like making comments about how he's friends with a producer, and that's the only reason he's in the movie. Yeah. Stuff like that yeah. was like cute it's to me. It's very silly. You have like real players in the movie, then they're like acting out <laughs> skits because the the aliens take away their abilities, so they can't <laughs> play basketball as well. And it's so stupid. Like they're in the doctor's office describing how they can't like perform anymore. I thought that was it's, a funny scene. Yeah, it's just so silly that you can't help but laugh at how like ridiculous it is <laughs> that it they is set all this dumb. up. And then you got like Michael Jordan on really bad green screen fucking playing basketball <laughs> with these cartoon characters and it, it's hilarious. It was a technological <laughs> masterpiece. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Did, what, Did you look into the behind the scenes a little bit? Oh yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. L- legitimately though, like with no exaggeration, this this film was a cultural phenomenon. 
it defined a decade. Yeah. This was like the 90s personified in a film. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking when the I was The soundtrack watching. especially. The soundtrack was fucking <laughs> believe You have to understand yeah. that like the the 90s had so many films that were successful because of their soundtracks. And this one was like this huge that's collaboration true, right? with all these different artists where you could debatably make the case that each of these artists wrote their best song for this film. It seemed like everybody <laughs> believed in this in this movie. It was really crazy. It was like one of the top-selling soundtracks of the decade, perhaps even the highest. Yeah. I don't know. The Lion King might it's have ridiculous. sold more. Why is the film called Space Jam, aside from the fact that the aliens come from space? Well, because it's like NBA Jam. Jam is like kind of a basketball term, right? Ah, okay. Yeah. See, this is the thing. Like in my upbringing, like basketball, n nothing to do with me. Like it's not really a sport that's really associated with the UK. Mm -hmm. you know? Like I know nothing about basketball, and to you play when football. the movie loses me, yeah, <laughs> and cricket, <laughs> rugby. <laughs> uh, so like that aspect always bored me, even as a child. Um, when the first part of the movie is just like Michael Jordan, like just basically getting his dick sucked by like everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the first half hour is kind of dull. The, the Looney Tunes are hardly in it. I think they're in it for like a few minutes. Yeah, yeah, um, and it feels just and, like a really kind of lame, generic like yeah, sports movie. But then weird. when the Looney Tunes comes in and the plot gets moving, oh my god, it's like the the, the wackiest concept. Mm -hmm. It's all based on a on an advert for shoes, as far as I'm. <laughs> I understand oh, yeah. it. What? Yeah, there there was a Do you guys not know this? Like the the there was some famous like uh Nike adverts with um Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny in them, like with the, you know, drawn in on over okay. it and all this like in the same sort mm -hmm. of style from like 90 what was it 93, 94 that were like really popular apparently at the time. And supposedly that was part of what like inspired the movie to get That's made great. based on these like really popular advertisements. Yeah, wow. I, I watched one on YouTube and it's it was it was pretty funny to be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So from that perspective, it is kind of <laughs> kind of interesting because like that kind of is the movie. There, there there are a fair amount of like product placements that they even like acknowledge. Like the whole uh, what's the duck called again? Daffy. It's not Daffy, is it? Is it Daffy? It is Daffy. What's it? Yeah. The okay, Brothers yeah, because I always get it confused with Donald. Yeah, no, Daffy Donald and Donald. Yeah. yeah, 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 not that one. Uh, Daffy, like, in that scene, he, like, he has the Warner Bros, like, logo on his ass, and he, like, mm. kisses his own ass with the, <laughs> yeah. the Warner Bros logo on he it. He like, performs very... auto-analingus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's also a kiss with Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan. There's a lot of kissing yeah, and a lot of butts. There's of crazy there's shit. Like, a lot of sexualized... There's like sexual innuendo in that fucking therapy scene with the basketball player. Oh yeah. The doctor asks him if his dick works. Basically, basically yeah. yeah. There's a lot of sexual <laughs> shit in the movie actually. Like, oh, yeah. oh, Lola Bunny. <laughs> God almighty. That's like a fucking famous thing from this film. Yeah. yeah. Which is channeling the same energy as like Jessica Rabbit from I guess. Uh, Who Framed. I think it's supposed Roger to be funny. Or... Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird because, like, the idea of comedy, especially in the 90s, like, you see a lot of this, like, Bugs Bunny kissing Michael Jordan sort of thing. It's like, haha, they're both, <laughs> they're both males. Also, one's a bunny, I guess. Yeah. Like, like, it's just funny. It's like, that's not how kissing's supposed to work. But now I feel like guys on the internet would just be like, oh. <laughs> 
Well, it's yeah, not... I mean, like, I don't know. I've got, I've got like a, a theory here. Um, <laughs> that like, so, so we've only had this type of media where you can use your imagination and transform visual images, you know, like drawings into things that seem real, especially to a child. And when you're a child and your brain's developing, you're soaking up information like a sponge. And there are things that are imprinting on you, whether consciously or not. And one of those things that is imprinting on you is your sexuality. And when you're living in this world of, like, Christian America, Christian North America, where in every other sense, sexuality is, is basically just taboo. And, and you, you, in any, like, live-action mm. film, parents will, like, skip through a sex scene or whatever. And so, like, the, the child has nothing to imprint themselves onto in terms of what sexuality should be and then they watch space jam where the main character <laughs> is like auga hearts in his eyes and it's like very clearly communicating this idea of like this is what sexual attraction is to this female bunny character and then furries exist yeah. and people wonder how the fuck it happened right <laughs> i'm sorry this is, yeah, this yeah, is it's not, i'm saying it's culture. not intentional it's I think they just wanted to be funny. Not it's like a Jessica exactly. Rabbit kind of thing. They didn't know yeah, what they or were doing. The animators were just like horny fucking guys. They, they had were like, no oh, idea. Animate. Of course they are. Yeah, well, that probably that too. It's Who a mix of both, like coming? that. <laughs> this film is <laughs> God. I just love its commitment to the fact that it has no commitments. Like it, it oh, has yeah. no rules at all, and that's yeah. kind of what makes it fun. Like, like <laughs> establish that like under the the planet's like surface is a <laughs> just a toon world. <laughs> like, his Bugs Bunny just lives underground. Yeah, and they have a sky in the Earth's like, core. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they don't even. It doesn't matter. Like, no. it really doesn't matter. I like how they have <laughs> to go back to the actual golf course to get back to the toon world. Like, that's the one spot. <laughs> it's yeah. very convenient. This random golf course <laughs> reminded me of Caddyshack seeing Bill Murray on the golf course again. He was oh, great yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was he was funny. Yeah, it was nice to see him. They just got a, a bunch of great people together and let them loose. Like just make something funny and stupid, and they ended up making a masterpiece. <laughs> Pretty much. I do get a bit tired of Newman. To be fair. Newman? Oh, I thought shit. Newman was great. He just shows up, like, out of nowhere for no reason. I love Newman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the end, especially. No, I, I love Newman, but I, it's just this thing that... <laughs> the the punchline with him just over and over again is him just being, like, crushed or falling over. Yeah. <laughs> he is bad. <laughs> I'm Wayne yeah, Knight. Exactly. <laughs> it was like, it got to a point where it's like they animated the, like, characters being like, you're fat and lame. And it's like, God, like... It's really but, kind of mean. But for this <laughs> kind of movie, it's different, though, because it's, like, for kids. It's for really little kids, and I think having, like, stupid, vulgar shit like that, and, like, this <laughs> this character just gets flattened every scene. Like, I think that's hilarious for kids. I love that. What's funny is it almost feels like you can't even do a lot of this shit anymore. Right. Like, that's kind of what I missed they're about they're it. There was a nostalgia Jam factor. Too, but, like, what are they going to fucking do? It's are they going to so stay tame. true to its roots? Because in some ways, it's like... The, they, they were very obviously um, paying homage, homage, whatever, to, like, the original uh, Looney Tunes cartoons. Like, there was a lot of the yeah. same shit in there that even, I guess, just barely for the 90s standards, there were some people complaining about things like gun violence and, like, explosives and blah, blah, blah. But they didn't have as much of, like, 
I guess, uh, market control as they do now. <laughs> like now corporations mm -hmm. are like, please don't make fun of us on Twitter. Whereas like in the nineties, <laughs> you could just kind of ignore these people. So you have like Yosemite Sam or whatever with, with like guns on the basketball court shooting people. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, just true. like weird things like that. And even like the, that. the villain with the big, big fat cigar in his mouth. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that would Danny fly in like a kid's animated movie. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah, he was great. Yeah, I don't know what they would do now if they were going to make um, Space Jam 2 with LeBron James, which is apparently what they're trying to do. <laughs> Coming out next year or something. God. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, it's weird that like, even even to some extent where it's like, okay, they're they're trying to encapsulate this older generation sort of Looney Tunes thing. There's still this kind of like checklist and and it's really apparent by Lola Bunny's existence in the film because literally the only reason she's there is so that there is a love interest in the film. And so you look at the main characters and it's like you can't really just throw Michael Jordan to have a, a love interest when he's already married sort of thing. And, yeah. you know, the, he probably wouldn't really be able to play off the character very well. His acting kind of fucking sucks. So what do we do? We give Bugs Bunny a romantic <laughs> interest and she literally just shows up and the entire purpose of her character is like, she's such a slut. Wow, she's hot. <laughs> like, like <laughs> that's literally her whole character. But she don't take no lip. And even when they announce her, when she's coming into the game, they're like, and the luscious Lola Buddy or whatever <laughs> the announcer says, everybody in the crowd goes like, ooga, starts catcalling her. It's so yeah. weird. It's such a like animators like stereotype thing to do that. They're like, we love drawing voluptuous like women that There's are a, rabbits. Remember the part where they have a bottle of Michael's Michael Jordan's <laughs> secret stuff? Yeah, special juice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that Jenkum? Yes, <laughs> I think they're supposed to be Jenkum. There's very twisted morals going on in this film because <laughs> yeah, at it's that point it's like it's, it's like you should comedy. be you're taking not, steroids. You're not supposed to think about the morals of it. Well, no, cause, yeah. okay, think of it because if it's for kids, there's a line where Daffy uh -huh. says like this goes against everything I was taught in in health class as he's about to drink it, and he gets peer pressured into it, and Michael Jordan says the line, "You want to win, don't you?" And then, and then the scene just continues on, and it's like, what the fuck are you trying? What what are you trying to teach here? But I guess I don't know. I it don't is know. edgy. It is. It yeah, is a little. But kids can handle it. They can handle it. Yeah. It's silly. I didn't. I didn't grow up taking steroids. I guess, but. <laughs> I remember elements of the film really disturbing me as a child. Two two of them in particular, when Newman is squashed. I knew that one was coming. <laughs> That's fucking disturbing today. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and when michael jordan's arm stretches like stretch armstrong so yeah. he can dunk that final you know and win the game um it's just something very uh your brain doesn't like seeing a, a human form <laughs> um morphed like, like a cartoon right. <laughs> like goes against the whole point of like why we invented cartoons it's better than fantastic four <laughs> i suppose you're right yeah yeah all of them did you were you guys bothered at all by uh, the voices? Because like Mel Blanc is obviously dead mm -hmm. by the time this movie comes out, so they got like Billy yeah. West, the guy from Futurama, to do. Well, he does a lot of shit. Got him to do Bugs Bunny, and he did a great job. But it's like there's something that's just a little off. Mm -hmm. I noticed it was different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it didn't really bother me though. But as a kid, you don't notice at all. No, I never noticed. I once did when I was find younger. those. Th 
when the monsters are small, I found their voices very irritating. Yeah, they were kind of annoying characters when they were small. Yeah, like one of them's like they will speak in a just an annoying like drony kind of way. Yeah, it just got under my skin. Mm-hmm. I think the pacing is just kind of bad as a whole. Like, oh yeah, I, I yeah, wish. I I kind of feel like there should have been just more games. There should have been like a series of games, and they get better as they go along, instead of like having just this one. Because it's like yeah, the like last... Shaolin Soccer kind of style. Kind of like that. Because like it's just forty minutes of this basketball game, but that's and it's what just makes a bunch it so of gags. Cool. It's a sure, but it's just a bunch of gags. That's all that's going on. It's like a half hour Michael Jordan just hanging out, like a, a sports ad for him. And then he goes to Looney Tune Land, and they have this one sports game, and it's like it needed something more, I think. No, because it's like it, think of this this like a Gaspar Noé film, where like the first sure. like half of the movie <laughs> is like all this buildup, and then they take the LSD, and from the rest of the film onwards, it's like absolute chaos. That's like the basketball game, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of wanted to experiment Perfect. with the structure of it, but I think it's because they just wanted. Like to take the lazy route and throw a bunch of gags in. Because what else can you really do with um this premise? To be like honestly, right? And <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? It's a NBA uh, Looney Tunes crossover. So they're like, okay, genius. What what the fuck do we do with this? And at least it's not called like NBA versus Looney Tunes or whatever. <laughs> it's not that like corporate and bad. Like if this movie came out now, it wouldn't be called Space Jam. It'd be like Looney Tunes in action with. <laughs> the Michael Jordan, like they Not they Brendan spell Fraser. it out what the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. It's thoroughly entertaining. It's like an hour and a half movie that goes by so quick for me. It's like yeah, I am never bored watching it's this film. Candy. I think it's I've so seen it light. three times in the past year actually. Once because I did <laughs> I a commentary for track this. for it. Oh, you watched it twice, mm-hmm. just for yeah. this. There's, well, because there's no reason not to watch it twice. It's so quick, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's what I felt. Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying you should have watched it twice. To get all the nuances and subtleties? There aren't any nuances and subtleties. There's a little bit in terms of, like, uh, the the 2D animation. There's some really cool, like, perspective shots that I thought were Oh, yeah, all that stuff decent. was impressive. Yeah. That kind of stuff was cool. Mm-hmm. Well, That's always fun to just watch. Just the green screen was bad. Yeah, yeah. And, it, like, Michael Jordan's acting, he never felt like he was there. He was never like interacting with the the characters in a way that felt believable. Yeah, when he's trying to inspire them, come on, guys, yeah. get inspire your head them. in the game, or just say things to them on the street, or not on the street, in the court. He's just yeah, like, you got to get your act together. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, he cannot he's not act. Delivering that convincingly. Yeah, whatever. He did his best. It's a basketball player. <laughs> it's no yeah. uncut gems in terms <laughs> of that stuff. It's it's just the concept alone is just insane. Could you imagine seeing a trailer for this if you were, like, an adult in the 90s? I was, like, five when this movie came out, so I couldn't speak to that. But could you imagine going into a movie theater and being like, Michael Jordan versus Bugs Bunny? Could you imagine how fucking hyped he'd be? (laughs) Michael Jordan was, like, the biggest fucking thing ever. He was like OJ if he didn't kill anybody. (laughs) Yeah. Not in the UK. We we liked it just because it was, you know... Looney oh, teams. yeah. You guys. <laughs> do you like basketball there? No. Well, just think. just soccer. Soccer, cricket, rugby. The main ones. Ralph, it's football. No, it's football. football I, yeah. I said soccer very purposefully. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I can tell. 
no, yeah. D- despite how much of a meme this movie is, like, there's there's a couple cool things in it, like the um, yeah. y- the the blend of two D and and three D when they get into like the real world and they do that practical effect of like them tunneling through and they just have their voices. Yeah, and there's no actual yeah, animation taking place, but it's a cool little you know fill it in with your own imagination sort of thing. And that thing was crazy to me as a kid. And then mm-hmm. you know as an adult, there's even other shots that. I kind of like when um, uh, Wayne Knight is like looking through the the golf hole and it's just this shot of his face and you can tell that they created this like obscenely large version of the golf golf hole and it's like a perspective shot. It was almost like, like a Terry yeah. Gilliam kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Like that shot I think is actually really great and it's only in there for a second, but it's actually a really yeah, good shot. There's a, a, a moment that follows that one later on with... Uh with newman or whatever where he's it's implied that he's dug this like a huge oh, yeah. this huge crater which is such a funny image and like to me it's like it just implied he's been there digging for like hours if not days like just trying to get down to whatever this is and it's like such a comically large like like set <laughs> with all this like dirt everywhere and he's tunneled right down that, that was cute to me yeah this movie wasn't really thrown together even if a lot of the effects are really dated, especially the whole CG basketball court or whatever. Still, yeah. it's not it's not like it was just like a lazy, heartless film. Even if it is this big corporate project involving the NBA and Looney Tunes, <laughs> there was still something <laughs> with a heart there. And there were people that believed in it. And it, mm-hmm. it made this huge cultural impact somehow. <laughs> it's just so weird. That must be yeah. it. Like, it's just so strange, you know? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So it's everything from the premise all the way to, like, details like the the monsters just turning into goo and just taking basketball players, like, yeah. ability <laughs> and then putting it into a, a basketball and, like, transferring <laughs> it between people. It's, like, this really, like, out there, like, ideas yeah. that they just yeah. casually just put in. It's hilarious. When your concept is that you're making kind of a Looney Tunes film, you have pretty much complete creative freedom to do whatever the hell you want. Because <laughs> nothing yeah. has to make yeah. sense in that way. It can be really cartoony, and that's kind of the point. And that's kind of the plot device at the end is like, oh, yeah, we're in Toonland. I'll just stretch out my fucking arm and win the game. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Should have been really doing this before. I <laughs> just realized that right now. Oh, yeah. The other really disturbing moment is when. Um, the monsters like crunch up. Oh yeah, monkey to a ball. Oh, that, that was that's terrifying. really like that made me feel very strange as a child seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple moments in the film that just seem like a little, a little off in terms of like what would be acceptable for making something today. Like the 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 stakes of the game are slavery and you get that you get that shot where um (laughs) michael jordan goes up to the monsters and they're already losing and he's like how about we raise the stakes a little bit it's like what from slavery yeah (laughs) and he's like i'll be your slave and then you see like this this animated segment of michael jordan in a ball and chain (laughs) sort of thing i'm like uh the the imagery here is a little 
I don't know if you can show uh, that. I don't know. know. In that Aladdin movie, <laughs> like Will Smith had a line. He was talking about, I never called a master a friend or whatever. Mm. People took that the wrong way. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So that <laughs> shit still happens. Like unintentional <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this one was a bit more blatant, but. Yeah, definitely more blatant. I don't think that would fly today. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying it's become more subtle. <laughs> There's like that Pulp Fiction reference. That was great. <laughs> yeah, just for like Not a tiny way. moment. Yeah. It seemed like just the whole basketball like scene was literally just a bunch of gags stitched together that could have been in any order. Yeah. Absolutely. And it goes on for a long time. <laughs> That's why they needed more progression for it. Space it out a little bit. Space? Space jam it out jam. a little bit. Yeah, jam it out a bit. How are you even supposed to analyze a movie like this, honestly? <laughs> we, pretty, we did a pretty good job. <laughs> yeah. Would you say it's a good film? Because I wouldn't. I'd say it's a bad movie, but there's many yeah, parts it's I, I think I... it's entertaining and interesting, and I think its effect on like children from the 90s is interesting, too. Yeah. And I appreciate it always have it a place that. in my heart, that's for sure. Yeah. I watched it, like, I rented it from the library and watched it. On VHS as a kid, and I enjoyed it. Hell yeah. That's so the way to I do it. appreciated it on that level, but it's not a good movie. <laughs> I would not say it's a good movie. I would not say it's a bad movie. I would say it's a masterpiece. <laughs> no, I don't know. Because, like, it's not a good movie. My, my actual rating is like five, but at the same time, I wouldn't say it's like average. You know, it's just something that, yeah. that's like there's enough going for it and enough going against it, but it's not bland. There's, there's a lot that yeah. I love about it. And like I said, there's a lot of heart going into it as well. Um, but it is, you know, it's it's not like a well-structured movie. It's not like a, a thought-provoking movie for no. the most part. They weren't even thinking about that when making it. They just wanted to make yeah something fun. And even on like a stuff. on a technical level with the live action combined with the uh, the two D animation stuff, like it would be way more impressive to me if we didn't already have uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which I think mm -hmm. is a good movie. Did it way better, um, too, I think. Yeah, yeah. so it, it always was kind of in the shadow of that movie from the get-go. And it, and yeah, it does embrace it. it. It knows how stupid it is, and that's kind of what stops it from being irritating somehow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a monumental achievement in cinema history. <laughs> cool. It should have won the Oscar that year. What's what's the uh, what's that like American institution that like collects films that say that they're a part of cinema history or some shit? Oh, I know the one. You, oh, what's God, that called it? again? Because if Space Jam's not um, in it, it should be. Is it like the Film Registry or something like something, that? Something I forget what it's called. Anyway. Did you ever see the the like sequel? I don't know if it's it's not a sequel, but it was like a the, the same kind of premise in like the Looney Tune world. Looney Tunes back Frazier. in action. Yeah, I, I don't think I saw it. Yeah, I might have seen National bits of Film it on Registry. TV. Yeah. National Film Registry. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Vote Space Jam. <laughs> I'll check it's on here. What would you guys give well, it? Lion King, and they got Roger Rabbit. Oh. <laughs> so that's good. I'd give it. I'd probably give it one out of five, honestly. <laughs> um, but for shame, it Ralph. Moments for shame. Sure. God, yeah. I don't even. I don't even know what I'd rate it in terms of a number. I didn't even thought about it. Maybe a two star, just for the humor factor. I think it's worth a watch. Like, yeah. even though it sounds like we're positive or... about it, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's actually really interesting. Like, yeah, 
it's it's almost like so bad that it's good, but it also isn't. Like it's not Ben and Arthur, you know. Right, but like Gene Tillman, we like begrudgingly gave that a three out of five. <laughs> yeah, because like yeah. I was bored as hell, but I'm like, oh, this is like an art film, and it's this. Yeah. It's like really passionate about it. I really enjoyed parts of it, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. this is a one out of five. This is a, it's a piece of shit because yeah. it is, but it has its moments that are really fun. It's yeah, complicated. Your enjoyment doesn't. That's why ratings are a... dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can enjoy things that you. Do not consider to be great, and you can hate things that you consider to be good. Yeah, mm-hmm. but so it's like how do you rate not, those things? Yeah, not necessarily a. I have a really hard time enjoyment. with like the Neil Breen ones because there's Neil Breen movies that are better than others. So it's like I should rate this one lower than this one, but they're all like really like not even worth a one star. That's why you just give them it, tens, like... and you don't think about <laughs> sure. it. Sure, that's what you, you have leave to it do. Alone. <laughs> you just give them tens. That's what I do. They're all tens. <laughs> sure. All right. Great film. Amazing movie. Banger soundtrack. Fucking amazing soundtrack. After I watched it, this time, I ordered the vinyl off of eBay. Oh, that's, yeah. that was awesome. Cool. Hell yeah. I feel like, I feel like it's <laughs> a necessary addition to my collection. Yeah. All right, question time? Yeah, let's do it. Let's move into some questions from the Sardonicast community. If you want to leave your own questions for us, head over to the Sardonicast Reddit, where there'll be a suggestion thread. You can ask whatever you like. Let's start off with this one then from um, Individual Log, who says, Who are the best actors named Adam, Alex, and Ralph? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's Ralph Macho. Uh, do you want me to start him. you off? I, Ralph, uh, I Ralph Fiennes. Adam Driver uh, took comes my to mind. <laughs> Adam Sandler, yeah. Um, I said Adam, Adam Driver. West. I don't know if you misheard me. <laughs> Adam West, cool. I find I think Alex is the hardest of those three. Can you think of any actors? Um, hmm. Best best actors. <laughs> that being Alex Wolf. <laughs> no. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> he doesn't suck. I don't like either of those brothers, honestly. I don't think they've no? ever made a movie like. Well, the not Naked worse. Brothers Band. Was he in the Naked Brothers Band, or is he the other? They, one? I think they both were. Both of those brothers were in the Naked Brothers oh, Band. Really? I think they were the brothers. That's the only thing I know them from. And like yeah. one of them's in Hereditary, right? Yeah, one of them's in Hereditary. <laughs> the other one's in uh, the uh, Death Note and the Jeffrey Netflix. Dahmer movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, that too. Holy yeah. shit! I can't believe I forgot about how that. <laughs> that that's a bad fucking movie. Yeah. I don't think they've ever made a movie not worse. Yeah, there's just no, there's no Alex's, none. You could say yourself because you were in Hunt for the Freeman, and that was a pretty good performance. Yeah, uh, thank or you. Or Hunt, Hunt down the Freeman. Really... What was it? And it was Hunt down the Freeman. Hunt down the Freeman. You're, you're was, building was, up your was, resume. Was... You've voice acted in so many things now. I was one of the titular characters, uh, Nick. <laughs> Let's see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually have to. There might be a Google. Of like actors named Alex. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to look some up. Had a hard time. There aren't any. Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't recognize any of these fucking people. There's a gap in the market. All you Alexes out there, go on, go and achieve. Yeah. What about Alexander? That counts because that is Skarsgård. There we go. Okay. We found one. There you go, okay, Alexander Skarsgård. Happy and, with that? And Ralph Fiennes and Adam Driver or something. <laughs> yeah, he was cool. great in The Legend of Tarzan. Yeah. <laughs> now we need a picture of all three of them together. <laughs> he was in Melancholia. 
God, he's in Chernobyl recently. Okay. He yeah, played a good. character okay, in I'll Zoolander. I watched that again. I didn't like it as much the second time. But Zoolander? No. <laughs> no, uh, Chernobyl. Oh. But Zoolander, <laughs> I haven't seen. Okay. I've seen Zoolander 2. I don't know why. <laughs> you saw the sequel and you haven't seen the first one? <laughs> yeah. It's it literally was on TV, just, I think. The point of it... Oh, okay. It was like, the point of it is like yeah. nostalgia bait. Like, what are you even going to get yeah, out exactly. of Yeah, exactly. So I wasn't getting much out of it yet. The first one has some moments. <laughs> I could watch Zoolander sure. again. One day. You can recommend it. <laughs> That's what I always would say. I... <laughs> yeah, Zoolander. would I would I recommend Zoolander though? I don't think I would. Uh, yeah, please don't. <laughs> Seems like a waste. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's do this one from Big C Baller, who has a sort of an extension to something we talked about earlier a little bit. How do you feel about deceased actors or actresses being used in film after they died, like Carrie Fisher using old footage and CGI, or James Dean, where they plan on using full-body CGI? Alternatively, what are your thoughts on deepfakes in film? Is this practice okay, or is it wrong? It's a little weird, for sure. I don't want to completely write it off if it happens in a way that isn't distracting or weird, but I don't know if I can name a time where that's happened. It's really, really bad in Rogue One. I think it might be one of the worst things about that movie to me. Um, oh, yeah? Was it Peter Cushing? They completely recreate. And it is so weird. And, like, it just seems like they're flexing um, their CG ability more than anything else. Yeah. It was very irritating to me. Yeah, I yeah. like, there's, there's movies where they just replace the actor, and that doesn't seem that bad. Sometimes it can be kind of bad, I guess, but like you never really blame them for replacing the actor. Seems like a weird thing what, to like hate sort of the movie example? for. Uh, the Oracle and the Matrix. Um, they replaced uh, <laughs> Katie Holmes in The Dark Knight <laughs> with Maggie Gyllenhaal, even though yeah. she didn't die. But <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's a few of those. Um, they replaced somebody in Harry Potter, I think. Yeah, Dumbledore. Yeah. I don't have a full list with me or anything. But, I mean, like, that's that's happened enough times where, you know, yeah. just, it takes a little it bit to get used to, but, but it can happen. Um, it happened in, in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. They replaced the mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they also did that in that 70s show. They replaced mm-hmm. the sister. It's weird when it's like a sitcom like that. Yeah. It's weird in general to just have the same character played by someone else. But yeah. I, I think it is weirder to have a CGI model of someone. <laughs> it depends acting. how crucial they are to the plot. It's not even acting at that too. point. Yeah. Because like, if you could just write them out or something, ideally. Yeah, like I don't envy the situation um, Disney was put in for when Carrie Fisher passed away. <laughs> like that's just shit for everyone, you know? Like Because yeah. it's like a major character. You can't just not have them or like kill them in the crawl type thing mm. like they have to eh, do something. killing them in the crawl wouldn't have been a bad decision honestly saying like leia went off to retire <laughs> also leia died <laughs> here's the movie <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the title of the movie <laughs> the death of leia mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it's uh i'm waiting for it's just... even if it's done well it just still seems like a little morbid and strange and kind of Orwellian in a way. Yeah, because it makes you wonder in 50 years' time, are they going to be able to just like make movies with like actor algorithms? 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the yeah. Brad Pitt algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a bit more forgivable when it's in like a film franchise where they obviously wrote the character to be performing certain arcs and they needed some th- some sort of way to continue that character in the franchise. I'm a little more bothered mm. by it when it's like Michael Jackson and Tupac holograms perform at Coachella or something like that. It's like, <laughs> you didn't need to do this. Yeah. Like, what is this? Who? Yeah. They didn't yeah. sign yeah, off on this. Quite weird. It's like when, when you sign to a label, you sign away your fucking soul. Jesus. Yeah, that's pretty scary. Yeah, it's like a it's like a Black Mirror episode or some shit. Yeah. I feel like that actually yeah, there was that like that Miley Cyrus episode. It was basically the same thing. Yeah. I, I gotta like sign something in my will to make sure that when I die they don't take my face and use it for fucking <laughs> like in the future because I, I just it's such a weird thought to me. Good luck. Like after you're dead, like it's someone can just take your your face and like, oh, let's put it on a CGI body. And fucking, yeah. you're gonna perform like, like yeah, you're like in the, the movie. Your family gets the rights to what you look like and what you sound like. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. It's a real weekend at Bernie's situation. Just <laughs> puppeteering yeah. his dead body. I'm not totally <laughs> against it, but it's just like these actors when they were making Star Wars movies, they didn't know that 50 years down the road, Disney would be making CGI models of them. It's yeah. weird. It is weird. I think it's there's no problem if you have permission. Um, it's done in, uh, what is it, Rise of Skywalker, briefly. They de-age Leia and Luke. But yeah, they do. It's, it's not that bad. They probably had permission from both of them. Was the actress from the original Blade Runner, was she dead by the time 2049 happened? Because that's, that's an instance I can think one. of. Because she was recreated digitally either way, I think. And that's an instance yeah. where it was like, it, it wasn't done tastelessly. It was more about like the memory to the character sort of thing plucking on his his emotions and to some extent the audiences as well it didn't seem inappropriate in that also it wasn't really her right it was like an android version of her yeah yeah the point uh, yeah it's like part of the universe isn't it like recreating uh it wasn't like sean young yeah i think sean young fucking hated harrison ford and didn't want to work with him or something (laughs) or ridley scott or something like that yeah they had yeah some problems yeah who knows yeah, good question. Let's do this one from Cooper underscore 31, who asks, what's the most disappointing game you've ever played? Game. Disappointing. Mass Effect yeah. 3 is honestly, I know it's the go-to, but that's a really big one for me. Just the ending. What was the most disappointing aspect to you? The conclusion? <laughs> yeah, to me it wasn't, yeah, it was like that it didn't, all your choices ultimately didn't really like mean anything. Yeah, all the... <laughs> save data i transferred from all those games <laughs> and then it just fucking like oh doesn't really matter but they fixed it with the dlc idea. yeah they fixed it with the dlc somewhat indoctrination theory bros look it up yeah that's a famous one do you believe do you believe it adam i choose to yeah i choose to <laughs> as well because it is pretty cool <laughs> yeah halo 5 was the first halo game i didn't actually beat i think i dipped at level two <laughs> was when i stopped playing uh, that was that was a awful. disappointment. Not like I had high expectations, but yeah, that was didn't expect it to be that forward, to be bad. Fair. I think it depends on what your expectations are for a game for you to be disappointed by them. Yeah, because along the same sort of lines, like the original Destiny was like a disappointment to me, being such a Halo fan and like and a Bungie fan as well. I was really excited for something like that. Destiny was kind of disappointing for me too. I wasn't looking forward to it as much as like you were, but. Mm. 
I picked it up and it was pretty bland. So I stopped playing it after like it was, eight hours. It was extremely bland. They've pulled it around years later somewhat and turned it into yeah. a game. But like, yeah, it's not really quite what I was after from them, to be honest. I think a lot of people would uh, probably say Death Stranding. But I think also a lot of That's people one. kind of put this <laughs> this game on a an unachievable, unattainable pedestal in terms of I've this hype machine. It. You know, yeah. what do you think? I actually really like it. I think it's really fun. How far into it's you are Hideo Kojima. I'm not too far in. I'm How many like, hours? Well, there's like episodes. There's episodes. So I'm like on episode five. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, You've got. I met like Margaret Qualley. Yeah, I met Leia Seydoux. Like <laughs> I met all those people. It's just a yeah weird Hideo Kojima bullshit. But <laughs> the, the gameplay is actually pretty fun. It's fun mm-hmm. to deliver packages and like it's relaxing. I'm and glad you enjoyed it. There's a lot of different ways. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to do it. And there's like an escalation too to delivering the packages. Like you start delivering them by hand, but then you get vehicles and you get yeah. zip lines and all kinds of other shit to help you. Yeah. So it is fun. If you enjoy the gameplay, it makes the game a lot better. <laughs> I think a yeah, lot of definitely. people didn't enjoy the gameplay. And the cutscenes aren't that bad. I, I acknowledge there's a lot of them. And some of them are fucking weird. Especially with like the sexualization of like there's this scene Leia say dudes like in her underwear running around in the rain and there's like close ups of her ass. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, like how he did the like same perverted thing he could... fight, didn't he? Yeah, quiet, he did that, that same thing with that girl. What's her name? Uh quiet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> She's like fucking dancing in the rain. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? You want me to watch <laughs> this cutscene? This is that was this is so stupid. I was actually kind of disappointed by uh the uh, new and tasty Oddworld remake. I think I mentioned this before. <laughs> yeah, you did, yeah. I think. Yeah. Great video by Matthew Matosis that kind of explains everything for me. So check that out. Cool. I'm pulling up my Steam now. See if I can find anything. I'm very rarely disappointed by things because I very rarely have high expectations. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dark yeah, Souls as I get 3. Older, I, I'm with you. I guess. Dark Souls really? 3, I didn't think was great. Yeah. See, most people would say Dark Souls 2, I think. Oh, yeah, that one too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Any Dark Souls sequel. Mm -hmm. They really just went into Bloodborne and that became the best thing. Still going through your Steam? Yeah, I think that's that's about it. All right. That just about answers the question. Can do one more? Sure. Yeah, let me choose a good one to end on. Let's do this one from Stephen Schaffer. Adam. I noticed you gave Tom Hooper's The Danish Girl a 7 out of 10, which is considered by many an, an Oscar bait. The question is, when do you think a movie could be an Oscar bait? I think what they mean is what makes a movie Oscar bait. Um, I barely remember it's, that movie, it, honestly. Yeah, it's, I've seen like it's it. not, it's not a clear cut line. It's almost like a feeling. There's there's obviously, like, all these movies are trying to get Oscars because it helps you with your fucking marketing. It's not, like, a bad thing. So they're going to push for it. They're going to try to get them. But I think the ones that are the worst is, like, the... Green Book? Yeah. The uninspired period pieces for me are even worse than, like, Green Book. Like, Dark Hours or Darkest Hour or, Mm -hmm. like, shit like that. Just, like, completely dull the same template fucking take a period 45 take a historical event and just plug it in yeah like richard jewell that was a fucking bomb they wanted that to get oscars probably 
Yeah. Oh, they wanted cats to get fucking Oscars. The Oscar-winning short skin was definitely Oscar bait. Like, you can tell that they made that short being like, the Academy will eat this shit up, and they did. Which short? Skin. Oh, skin, yeah. Yeah, okay. it was really funny. It was so funny. It, it, like, it just plays into the Academy voters. <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's written for them and nobody else. It's really <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah, like it really depends. Because you can, you can make something that's like an Oscar movie, even call it Oscar bait, and it can still be a good movie. You just have to have some elements sure. there that Like King's Speech? Would you call something like that? Kinda, I, I yeah. love that movie. I think so. Yeah, it's still a good movie. And I think it's so well made. Yeah. The film Welcome to Marwin definitely seemed to be trying to go for that kind of thing as well. There's there's certain there's certain um genres and certain story aspects and like that uh tend to swing towards that kind of Oscar bait category in my mind. Yeah. Things being like war a lot of the time is very um you know, is used for mm-hmm. award, awards type thing and mental yeah. health, things like that, you know. A lot yeah. of technical achievements. It's, movies. it's a yeah. combination of the genre and tone and setting the actors and then also on top of that the time of the year that the film is released because when it gets released yeah, in awards yeah. season near the end of the year from november to january it's pretty much a surefire bet that the studio thinks this is going to win some oscars and that's why they have their campaign and that's why they have this release around this specific time so it can win an Oscar and then people can see it in theaters and it'll still be there right after its big big ad at the Oscars, basically. The worst is when you're watching a trailer for one of these like Oscar bait type movies and then it says it's coming out in January or February. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, that's not good because that means <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> that means the studio had no faith in it. They didn't want to release it. That's like, not necessarily unless, true. They actually, because they, they didn't they want to compete with limited. other movies, maybe. Also, yeah, they released it limited that year. I mean, the ones that come out like in fucking February. Yeah, maybe. That's where they dump all the bad ones, like a uh, fifteen seventeen to Paris, <laughs> like something like that. Mm. Clint Eastwood, he's he's really been banging out a bunch of bad movies. Yeah, <laughs> he's a little old. He is old. Mm-hmm. All right, I guess that does it for questions. Yeah. Cool. Did you say thank you where you, people should leave watching. their questions? <laughs> yeah, I started the segment with that one. Shit. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, if uh, Do we have you a want recommendation? to support the show. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Recommendation. Yeah. I'm Do out of it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> That's me, okay. right? It yeah. is you. So this is a movie I've wanted to see for a long time, and I'm pretty sure it's on all of our watch lists. Um, no, I hope it's okay. I pick it. I hope it's easy to find. But Come and See is what I want to watch. Ooh, 1985 nice. World War II movie. Mm-hmm. which I've always been interested in watching. But again, it's just one of those movies I've never got round to watching. Um, it looks really interesting. Hopefully it's easy to find. That's been on my watch list forever too. And uh, I'm assuming that that uh, you've been reminded of it recently because there's a new trailer out from Janus Films, which is basically a hint that it will get a Criterion release in the next half a year or something. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, right. Maybe yeah. I should have waited. Oh, well. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> but? Yeah, I didn't I didn't, I didn't. know that was happening, to be honest. <laughs> oh, that's Well, fine. let's watch it, and then I'll get the criteria yeah. later. I'm sure I'll enjoy it enough to see it a second time. Yeah. We'll see. Awesome. Everybody's been asking Come me to see, see it. The Safdie brothers tweeted out 
that it is like one of the scariest movies ever or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it seems pretty intense. <laughs> yeah. The trailer looked really good. Everybody's been wanting us to talk about it for a while, so. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It looks like, uh, did a little search. It looks like it's something I could find pretty easily. Awesome. All right. Thank you for your recommendation. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm hyped. Can't wait to come and see what come and see is like. <laughs> if you don't want to be spoiled for come and see 1985 and watch it before the next episode, these episodes come out every two weeks. If you want to support the show, $2 a month on sardonicast.com. Sign, sign up for premium. You'll get these episodes early. Also, patreon.com slash sardonicast. Also, we got merch. Uh, we'll be recording the next episode pretty early in comparison to when we usually record these episodes. Um, hopefully we'll have seen, we'll have all seen 1917 by then, if possible. Because uh, I'm going to be out of town, but... So if we don't talk about certain things that you'd expect us to have talked about that would come out before the episode's That'd out, be it's because uh, it's because we recorded it early. But <laughs> anyway, thank you all for mm -hmm. listening. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's fun as always. <laughs> as always, bye bye. we're almost at like always. two years or some shit. It's fucking uh -huh. crazy. Yeah, that went by so quick. Welcome to the Space Jam. Space All right. Jam. Yeah, I can't play too long because it, we'll just get copyright claimed. <laughs> yeah, because we're going to get copyright claimed. Yeah. You can't do it too you long. Gotta be do like little snippets. That. Like do play for like a second and then stop it. Yeah. Okay, stop. <laughs> That's it. Stop. That's it. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. See you, everyone.